you ever feel that during your journey through life that you're ill-prepared for the challenges that you face? Do you feel that you just don't have the necessary provisions for your journey? Do you feel that your journey through life is like traveling a desert road and the destination just doesn't seem to be getting any closer? Welcome to Traveling Desert Roads Podcast. I'm Joe Todd, and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures, we're going to walk through life and possibly some of our own desert roads while allowing the Scriptures to teach, equip, comfort, and prepare us for life's journey. The Bible was God-inspired for knowing what to do in life's most difficult situations. Together, we travel our desert roads while digging into the Holy Scriptures to equip ourselves for those journeys. Come. Let the Holy Spirit be our guide and give us the provisions that we need so we are never alone, even when we feel like we are traveling desert roads. Let's begin our journey, shall we? Good afternoon and welcome to another Traveling Desert Roads. This week we are getting into Romans, or staying in Romans, actually. Um, and uh, let's turn this over to God and uh, um, in prayer. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, Almighty God, Lord, thank you for the freedom to worship you, Lord. Thank you for the love that you showed by sending your Son to die on a cross for our sins. Lord, thank you for the provisions that you've given to us, Lord. Lord, I pray during this time that you just protect us from evil thoughts, Lord, that you remove us from anything of our problems, that we can just focus on you. Lord, I pray that this message is of you and not of me that you clear our minds of thoughts, that we can focus on you. Open our ears to hear your voice, the discernment to know that it's your voice. Open our eyes to see your plan. Loosen our tongue to speak about you, soften our hearts to have compassion. Let this message, again, be of you and not of me. And let it go out and not come back void. In Jesus' name. Okay, we are in Romans chapter 14. Um, you know, we've been in Romans the last two weeks, and I think this is amazing. It just, it's really, I'm really being drawn to Romans, and I hope that uh, you are gleaning from this the same that I'm gleaning from it. All right, so let's start with chapter 14, verse 1. Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute over doubting things. For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. You know, we get so tied up with the we get so tied up with um, traditions. I mean, and this has been going on forever. I mean, think about think about the the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you know, and, and everything that's going been going on in 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 the Bible. And it's just like you know, wow, we get so we're just we're just traditional people. We have to do traditions. And you know, some people will say, you know, you can't eat meat on Fridays, and they will be strong about not eating meat on Fridays. Some people will be strong about not working on Sunday. And what this is saying is, you know, basically, that it's God that makes us strong. That He 
is the one. He is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He that believes it's in him shall have eternal life. Um, as long as you believe in your mouth, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. When you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are now part of the part of the family of God. You and I are brothers or sisters in Christ. We're related. We are blood relatives. You know, not adopted. We are blood relatives. And that we need to treat each other in such a manner. We need to treat everyone. The people that, you know, it doesn't matter what they're doing. As a believer, we need to be loving them. One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each, day be let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day, observes it to the Lord. And he who does not observe the day, to the Lord he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord. He gives th God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives thanks. You know, some people are like, well, you got to fast. Oh, you know, and I'm not fasting, I'm eating, you know. Whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and rose and lived again, and that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another any more, but rather resolve this, not to put to, not put a stumbling block or cause to fall in another brother's way. We are not, you know, when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we, we are not charged with the duty of Bible-thumping people on the head or making them, you know, by manipulating them with the Word of God. You know what? I The best method that I can say, I always tell people I'm a passive evangelist, the best method of showing God's love is to not talk about it, but to do it. It's so easy to say the right things. It's so easy to, you know, pray for somebody or say you'll pray for them, but the actual doing takes time. And in the scheme of things in our world, Time is worth more than money. Time is worth more than, or yeah, time is worth more than money. So when you think about this, you've got time worth more than money, and I'm spending time praying for you. That is a big thing. By doing stuff for people, showing people love and the love of Christ, without having to think that they need to return a favor to you or that they have to do something because you did something for them. No, you're doing it out of complete love. You're, you're loving the person who hates you. You're loving the person who, and I'm, and I'm learning this pretty well now as, as a parent, you know, there's days that, you know, just hate for me because I'm a disciplinarian or, or not allowing something to take place, you know, and I feel being hated, but I've got to love back. When someone says something mean to you, do not repay evil for evil, but evil for good. 
When somebody hurts you, you're supposed to return that with the love of God. That's easy to say. It's so much harder to do. Lord, forgive me when I repay evil for evil. Help me to repay evil for good. Fill me, Lord God, with your Holy Spirit so that I, that we, can demonstrate your love through our actions in Jesus' name. Don't judge your neighbor. If they're, if they're in problems, like you notice that they're spending more money than they have, or, 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 they're, or they're talking about somebody, or they're in an extramarital affair, or whatever the sin that you want to call it, they're working on Sunday, whatever you feel that you know is, is being wrong, love them. If you're being wronged, love them. And the easiest way to do it is to remember or remind yourself that you're doing it for God, not for them. When you want to go up and punch someone side the head, you might need to give them a hug. And it's hard. It's so hard when you're not doing it in the spirit, when you're not praying for it. It's so hard to pray for somebody. You know, I'll pray for them. I'll pray that a bus hits them. You can't do that. Everybody has a job, and we all need to be working diligently. We all need to be loving one another so there's not, so there's not uh, you know, arguing and disputes among us we need to be working together jointly satan is winning this battle when he gets us to you know make us want to fight people or make us want to um you know sh let me show them a thing or two you know it's so hard to fight that because our flesh wants to do that and that that's why it's so important that we're in the word of god on a daily basis that we are fellowshipping with other believers because those things that that, you know, when we're talking about God, when we're praying to God, when we are in his word, we are getting full. I mean, we're filling uh, a tank, okay? When that tank is empty, then that means we're probably filling the other tank. The tank, instead of love, we're filling the tank of hate. And whatever whatever you're going to be filled up on most, you're going to be, you know, ready to dispel. So so if my hate is up, I'm going to want to get even and, and go, go to the ropes, you know, go to the mats, whatever they call it. But... Uh, uh, you know, but if I'm filled with love, I'm going to have a lot more patience. I mean, look at the fruits of the Spirit. You know, as you get into, you know, love, joy, peace, happiness, self-control, you know, you're like, I, am I not a Christian because I don't have that? Well, no, because we're going to constantly keep building in those. I mean, you know, once you accept God and once you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, God does not just go, bing, you're now perfect, because we are not perfect. The Bible says we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, so we are sinners and we need to be we need Jesus to forgive us and when we accept him as our personal savior we are blood relatives we are children of God we are we are um, brothers to a king and how how amazing is that I mean we are royalty we are we are um, you know we are <laughs> related to Jesus Christ not through an adoption but through blood um, Jesus's blood so you know we got to be careful not to judge one another in in the 
and we need to be showing love and filling ourselves up with love every day. Okay, moving on. Ooh, my Bible just my Bible just my Bible app just closed on me. Um, okay, um, so then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Understand that we will have an account to God. I mean, whether we accepted Jesus Christ or not, if we've accepted Jesus Christ, we are going to be still judged, but we're going to go to heaven, and then our job that we do in heaven is going to be based on what we did here on earth. Um, if we did not accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, then we will be judged and found to be a sinner. Um, when we accepted Jesus Christ, we are clean and whiter than snow. The Bible says that the knowledge of our sins are far from God as east as to west, meaning God has no recollection of the sins. When we ask for forgiveness, they're gone. And uh, thanks to the cross of Jesus Christ. But uh, um, so, you know, when we accept Jesus Christ, we'll go into heaven and then we'll be judged. Like, yeah, you know, you were supposed to do this, but you didn't. You know, we're going to put you in charge of these angels over here. And, you're, and this is your job. Um, you know, I always tell people, yeah, I'm saying, you know, I don't know. I don't know what my job is. I might be a, a stable boy or something. Um, but, you know, then uh, then you've got the uh, those that... Uh, um, then you've got those that those those that have not accepted Jesus Christ as a personal savior, and that they those people, you know, they're going to be judged and they're going to be found a sinner, and the wages of sin is death. They're they're going to spend the rest of their life or the rest of life ever after in the fiery pit of hell, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do we want anyone truly? Do we want anyone to serve that? You might say, yes, I do then that means there's unforgiveness in your heart. We need to forgive people. If there's somebody that you would like to see burn in hell, you've got to remember what God did for you. Because you know what? You and I are sinners too. You and I have sinned, meaning that we are sinners. It only takes one sin to be a sinner. And the wages of sin is death. That means that we should be having the same um, punishment as they do. The only difference is, is that we've accepted Jesus Christ. We've confessed it with our mouth. We believed in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. We've asked him to come into our heart. We've accepted him as our personal savior. And that is the only difference between someone that's going to heaven and someone that's not. Um, so why would we, why should we judge one another? You know, God is judged. God will judge. We need to love. That's our job. You know, we don't need to, well, I'm going to get one up on this person because they did me wrong. No, no, no. The Bible says, and we learned this last week, and or last week or the week before, mine is to revenge, declares the Lord. Ours is not. Ours is to love. We've got a simple job. Love one another and to love, you know, love God, love one another as we lo love our neighbor as ourselves and to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. If you follow those two things, you're doing everything that God has asked you to do. You know, um, uh, and we will give an account. So therefore, not let judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put stumbling block or a cause to fall in, in our brother's way. You know, sometimes we we want to see people fail. Why do we want to see people fail? That's a sad thing, and you know what? That's just a human nature. Sometimes you know we just you know we feel like we're wronged, and we want to see that person wronged right back. But you know what? Let's just pray. We need to get in the Word every day. We need to be talking to people. We need to be praying for people. Not that they get hit by a bus, but that, that good things happen to them. You know, if they're, if you're going through a problem right now, I heard this on the radio a couple weeks ago, and I thought, wow, what an awesome, what an awesome message. You know, if you want a spouse, then start helping people find spouses. If you want to be blessed um, with money, then help other people be blessed by money. Um, 
you know, God sometimes needs to show you what you need to do to change. And, excuse me, by, by doing this in front of all these other people, you'll, you'll notice that what the things that you need to change, you'll be teaching, you know, God will be teaching you through your actions and through other people's actions. And how great is that? Um, sorry, continuing on. I know that I'm convinced by the Lord Jesus. That there's nothing unclean of itself. Everything is clean. I mean, we call things names, you know, oh, they used a, oh, they used a bad word. They said, shut up. Um, that's a sin they're going to burn in hell. No, I mean, come on. Um, but to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it's unclean. If that person really feels like that's an unclean thing or they shouldn't do that, then let them do that. All we have to do is live the life that God has called us to do. If God tells you to preach against somebody, then, then go, and, go and rebuke them. I mean, the Word of God is for rebuking, teaching, and, and encouraging. So, I mean, that's and, and it's there for the, those three things. But make sure that if your job is to rebuke, that it really is to rebuke and not to love. I've noticed a couple people that was doing something that I felt was, you know, wrong, and I felt like my job was to go rebuke them, and really my job was to love them and not even bring the subject up and then later on they change they they heard it from somebody else or whatever but sometimes people just need love they need to be feel loved you know right now right now you know we're my my stepdaughter you know sometimes sometimes she just has like those that hate you know because like i don't know if it's hate but it sure sure seems like it um when um it just it seems like it that uh um when I'm disciplining her or something, you know, just not happy or whatever, or wants me not wants doesn't want me to be around, you know, I have to love. And it's so hard. And you know what? It's one of those things like, you know, by default we start to pull back. And you know what my wife said this morning at breakfast, she's like, you know what you need to do? She goes, You need to remind her that you love her. You need to give her a hug. That you're always going to love her. When she goes into timeout, you still love her. You need to start saying that. And it's hard because, you know, you, you put up walls as soon as you're like, oh, you know, as soon as something starts happening, you want to put up walls. You want to protect yourself from being hurt. I've been hurt before. I don't want to be hurt again. But you know what? You got to open yourself up to be hurt if you want to love. And that was one thing I was, I was telling, telling the guy I do um, lunch duty with today. I'm like, wow, I love my wife. Even when I feel like, you know, She's annoying me or, or, or whatever. I love her. It wouldn't change anything. And, I, you know, and I'm glowing because I think that that's an amazing thing. I don't, you know, I've always been to the point where, you know, when somebody irritates you, you move on or whatever, you know, and then it's just like, it's so amazing. I remember one time that she was mad at me and she was yelling at me. This is when we were dating. And I'm like laughing. She's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, because I know it's not over. There's just something about it. I love my wife. And God loves us the same way. He wants us to grow. And that's what we're doing every day. There's situations that's happening in our life. There's situations that are happening at work, whatever their growth and the growth is to put Jesus Christ first I got to be careful not to put my daughter or my wife before God I 
can't do that. And an earthly person, a person with an earthly view, would say, well, you've got to put them first. No, I don't. I have to put God first in everything that I do. I can get a promotion by doing something wrong. I probably shouldn't do that. I've got to put God first. I've got to honor God. The other person wins because they get a promotion because they did something illegal. Okay. I've got to praise God that he didn't want me in that position. Yet if your brother is grieved because of your food or you're no longer walking in love, do not destroy with your food or the one whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things, in these things, peace, joy, Holy Spirit, being, being uh, righteous, for these things acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify one another. There's that word. Now, you know, it's very easy for us to say that the Bible is for teaching, rebuking, and encouraging. Teaching, rebuking, and encouraging. It's very easy to say it's for rebuking. It's very easy to say for teaching. But then sometimes it's the edification process. We, you know, we always forget that word. Like sometimes, like, well, I'll teach. I'll, I'm going to, oh, I'll teach them. Well, I'm going to teach them. You know, or, they need to be rebuked. Make sure whatever you do, it's out of love. And we're supposed to be encouraging one another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it's evil for the man who eats with offense. Don't do something to tick God off. Or make somebody else stumble. It is good neither to eat meat nor drink. It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. And some people are like, oh, they eat meat on Friday. Well, if they believe they're not supposed to eat meat on Friday, don't invite them over to a barbecue and eat in front of them. If it's okay for you to eat meat and them not, if you know they're not they're, they don't eat meat on Friday, then invite them over for fish or whatever they eat. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. I heard somebody once say that sin is taking anything that God wants us to have before he wants us to have. You know, we want to have happiness right now. We want to have whatever. We've got to be patient for God's timing. And his timing is perfect. It, it doesn't seem like it when you're going through the pain or the whatever to get there. But then when you get it, you're like, wow, I'm so happy. I mean, I'm 38. I just got married. So, you know, and I've wanted to be married since I can remember. Wanted a kid ever since I can remember. And I have to make sure that I never put those things and make a God out of them. And 
and raise them above God. God needs to be first in my life. Just as Abraham had, Abraham had to put his son up, we need to put whatever, whatever we have that might block us from God up to God. Right now, as things are happening in your life and my life, we need to see how can we glorify God through this and do it. And don't forget to love one another. work with each other in love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, Almighty God, thank you for this message and let it meditate in our minds, heart, soul, and strength, Lord. Help us to put it into action th throughout our lives, Lord. When we, need, when we need to be reminded, let it come to the forefront into our minds so we can make the right choice immediately. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit just fills us, that you baptize us in the Holy Spirit, that you fill us to overflowing. Again, help us to meditate on this word this week and to put it into action. Show us the fruits of our ministries and our lives. Guide us, protect us, show us your love. Heal us completely, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, financially, and socially. Guide us, protect us, use us today and the rest of our lives. Help us to glorify your kingdom. Glorify you, Lord, to bring people to your kingdom and to you. In Jesus' name. May God bless you and your family. Until next week. Amen.